the EGB Teacher of the Year is Amy Blanchard. On behalf of Georgia Cyber Academy's board, leadership, and staff, I want to congratulate you on being the 2022-2023 Teacher of the Year. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate all of you guys voting for me. Um, that you guys all know that this job is not an easy job. Uh, teaching in general uh, is a difficult position that we're in, especially these days. So I really, really, really appreciate it. It means a lot coming from people that um, know what the job is like. So thank you guys so much. On today's episode of Hootworthy, I got to talk to Miss Amy Blanchard, a third grade ELA teacher here at GCA. She's been with us four years, but been teaching a total of 21 years. She came on the show to talk about winning the Teacher of the Year Award. We talked about the rewards and challenges in the teaching profession, why she got into teaching in the first place, and what winning the award means to her. Enjoy the show. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Miss Amy Blanchard, mm -hmm. third grade ELA teacher, been with GCA four years, but you've been teaching 21 years. That's correct. And you're on Hootworthy because you won Teacher of the Year. Yes. Crazy. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. But what does winning this award mean to you? Well, it's incredible. It's mm. actually, I feel like I'm kind of in like this little dream state because, you know, when I started teaching, I never anticipated. That's not something that I signed up to like, oh, I'm going to be a teacher so mm. I can be teacher of the year. Right, right. Um, so it, it means a lot because I was voted by my peers. Um, ah. And so when you're nominated and voted in a mm. position because, from people that do your job yes. and understand the ins and outs on a daily basis, it, it means a lot. Um, mm. That's awesome. Lots of long hours yes. uh, and, you know, to win this honor, it, it means a lot. That's amazing. Long hours? What are you talking about? Teachers, <laughs> they just, it's just the bell to bell, right? That's it. Uh, I wish. I wish. Clock, clock in, clock yeah, out. Yeah, no, uh, that's no. There's, all. In fact, last night, because I knew I was going to be here with you today, mm. I... Worked a little bit longer last night trying to get some stuff knocked off my list. You did that for me. I did. Oh my gosh. I did. Thank you so much. So we'll backtrack a little bit. Okay. You win Teacher of the Year. Mm -hmm. You've been doing this 21 years. But why did you become a teacher in the first place? Was this something that you just grew up as a kid knowing you'd always want to do? Is it something you discovered high school, college? Like why, Miss Blanchard, become a teacher? That's a great question. Um, I came from a family of educators. My mm. great-grandmother was a teacher. Mm. Grandmother, my mom. My mom oh, actually wow. did win Teacher of the Year nice. um, when she was teaching. And my dad was also in education, actually went into administration. Uh. Um, so I grew up all around teachers. Um, and mm. for the longest time, I was like, I'm not going to be a teacher. There's no <laughs> way. Because right. I saw my mom would come home completely oh. exhausted. Right. Um, my dad come home exhausted, mm. tired. But they were still fulfilled. Like they, right. they felt uh, happy with their, you know, what they were doing. Mm. Um, and then I started volunteering. Um, we lived very close to the school that my mom worked at, so I would walk mm. over and volunteer at the school. 
during the summers, I worked at a summer camp with kids. So it was oh. like, you know, I was always around kids. I loved it. I loved the reaction that the kids would get when they, you know, started to get something, you know, it connected. Oh. So it was like, and, you know, I felt the passion for, you know, wanting to help these kids. Um, so I was hmm. like, hmm, I guess I can't deny the genes. <laughs> so I... Um, uh, you're just talented. You're gifted at it, right? Well, I wouldn't say that, but it definitely is something that is in my blood and I feel yeah. passion for, um, you know, helping kids. Um, sure. So when I was looking at colleges, I decided, you know what, I think that this is my calling and nice. pursued it. So Very cool. Yeah. Well, it worked out. I mean, obviously you're doing something right. I mean, you, yeah, so you far, I think I, I'm doing something. Yeah, I think I'm doing something right. And you mentioned something about you helped out at these summer camps with children. What, yes. uh, what exactly was your role? Did you do a bunch of different things? I'm just kind of interested in that a little bit. So it was a camp for students with disabilities. So okay. I worked with uh, kids that had autism, kids that had physical disabilities. Okay. Um, it was a day camp. They would come, we would do crafts, we would uh, go on field trips, things like that. But I also did, as part of that, there was a swimming, um, I was like a swimming aide for like swim uh, sure. instruction. Um, and so that was the, and I am a swimmer, but not a strong swimmer. So that was okay. a, an interesting part of that job. But yeah, it was super okay. fun. Um, I did that actually all through high school and then into college as oh, wow. well. During the summers, I would come home and uh, work at that camp. Fun. It was therapeutic recreation was like the technical term. Sure. So. Wow, that's that sounds very, very fun, and yeah. also that you discovered your passion you wanted to get into. So, yeah. what is something that you wish people knew about being a teacher? And you can answer this from like a, I wish students knew this about mm -hmm. teachers, or I wish um, other teachers would know this about teachers, or people that don't know anything about teaching. You can answer this question any way you want, but just like, Man, if, if people knew this, I, w I wish they could understand this about teaching. I think it's interesting that you asked that question because on social media lately, there's been a lot of, well, teachers don't have to work for three months out of the year. And then we actually just came off of a two-week break. Oh, it must be nice to get paid to have a two-week uh, vacation, blah, blah, right. blah. And it's like, we actually don't get paid over the summer. Our paychecks are just stretched out to get paid throughout the summer. Right. Um, but there are so many, in fact, I said just a little bit ago that there are outside of working hours. It's not like a... Right. an office where you can just shut the door and be done right. for the day. There's, you know, parents to call, paperwork to be filled out. Mm. Um, you know, we have meetings that, right. you know, interfere with our normal everyday sure. things that, you know, require some things to be done outside of working right. hours. So it's definitely more involved than you realize. And you become emotionally involved with mm. these families. Sure. Um, so it's not just a go in, do your job and leave. It's a after working hours are over, you're still thinking about what can I do to improve? So-and-so didn't understand this. Right. What can I do differently to make them understand? So-and-so is having a really hard time. And it, the virtual aspect is a little bit different too because I'm behind a screen. I can't, it's not like when I was right. teaching in brick and mortar where I could you know, go over and you know, pat them on the back or sure. recognize that they have a new pair of shoes. Sure. You're, I'm missing that piece. So there's a lot of, um, you know, what, what can I do con to connect sure. to the child? Um, so it's definitely emotionally involved, physically involved, right. mentally um, involved. So of it's course. teaching is kind of an all-encompassing career. Right. Um, but as far as like students know, like teachers, we're like real people. I, I don't know if you remember like when you were in school, like if you ever saw your teacher out in public. Oh yeah, it's um, so it's like, weird. 
Like, you what? go to the grocery yeah. store? You stay at the school. <laughs> right. That's where you, sl- you right. sleep, you eat, that's right. where you exactly. live. Right, exactly. And like the right. kids will go, you have a daughter? And I'm like, yeah. And sure. so it's for them knowing that, you know, we're not sure. just like these robots that yeah. come in um, and just do our job and leave. We mm. have lives and right. we have children and husbands and families. And sure. We go to Disney World too. Yes, <laughs> so. exactly. No, you stay at the school. Right, that's right. where That's where you live. And I think going back to your previous question too, um, when my mom was teaching and we would like go out, the kids would see her out in public and they would be so excited to see her. Right. I mean, who doesn't want to be like recognized as like a yeah. rock star? Like, exactly. And my mom, last name was Taylor. Mrs. Taylor, you're like, <laughs> they were so excited to see her. So I was like, sure. you know, I think I want that too. So yeah. it is fun to have that rock star. They're a celebrity. Yeah, That's a exactly. good point. Like yeah. teachers are a celebrity right. to kids. At point. Well, and we spend yeah. more time with the kids sometimes than the families do. Right. Especially when kids are in brick and mortar right. where they're with their teachers more than they are mm-hmm. with their... And so... That... And, yeah. And, and that's, a, that's some reasons why some families choose GCA mm-hmm. is because they right. want to be right. around the kids more. Right. And, and to be a part of that option. process. Yeah. Yes. So if you could give students one piece of advice and you knew that they would, they would follow it like this, this one piece of advice and they actually are going to do it, what would it be? I don't know if I could just pinpoint it at one thing. Um, Kind of twofold, I guess. One, believe in yourself. Mm. Um, And two, like, don't compare yourself to other people because everybody is on their own, like educational journey. Um, if one of your friends is understanding something faster than you do, mm. don't stress because yeah. it all comes together eventually. Right. Um, it always breaks my heart at the beginning of the year when kids, when we start the year and they're like, I can't do that. Uh, and it's like, guys, right. actually, yes, you can. Believe in yourself. Have confidence in your abilities um, that you can do a lot more than you think you can. I love that. Believe in yourself because that's advice you can carry Oh, Probably absolutely. Your whole life doesn't matter if absolutely. you're a student. I feel like I need to take that advice yeah. my, <laughs> for myself, too. Right. And a lot of times that is how, like, the advice you would give to others yes. is advice that you want to give to yourself. And that's a great point about don't compare yourself because mm-hmm. so many people have, even if you're not that great at this thing, you can be great at that thing. And I'm right. sure that you encounter that with a bunch of different stu- students encounter that. Like, maybe they're not strong in math, but super strong in ELA or vice versa. So no no comparisons. I love that. So thinking about GCA, what is one of your favorite things about teaching at GCA? Um, Well, I don't have to wear shoes. (laughs) That's fun for me. Um, It is nice to, I actually decided to, and I started teaching at GCA before the pandemic. So before the whole virtual education thing um, was, you know, a, a buzzword, right. if you will. Um, sure. My husband's in the military, so I knew that he was going to be deployed. And I had, at the time, two daughters that were in public education. And mm. I wanted to have uh, the ability to be there for them and not be stuck at a school building and, you know, right. be able to help them sure. the way that I could sure. um, with my husband being gone. So mm-hmm. um, that was my reason for moving from brick and mortar to the virtual because I knew he was going to be gone. Um, But, you know, it's ended up being a really great situation for me and my family. Um, And for me personally, because I feel like I get to focus on the education part of it um, 
whereas before when I was in brick and mortar, there was other issues and things that were coming up that, um, you know, I wasn't able to focus solely on the academic part of sure. um, the kid's journey. So sure. that has worked out. And the bonus is I don't have to wear shoes. <laughs> sure. No shoes. Yes. No problem. Yes. That's, that's actually should be our new slogan. Right? Right. No, no shoes, no <laughs> right, problem. Right. Right. Exactly. Academy. Yeah. So when you think about like your, your teaching experience, you know, you've been doing it 21 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you t- share some of the like rewards of that and then also the challenges of it? Like you can just pinpoint a, a, f- a few of them, but when you think back on your career, like, man, what are some of the, re- the biggest rewards, rewarding things, wins? Mm-hmm. And then these things that you're like, man, those, those were difficult or challenges, but over, overcome them. Um, rewards for sure um, outweigh the, the difficulties. difficulties. Okay. Um, rewards being that the kids, you know, are excited to see you every day. Mm, yeah. um, it's fun for me now being in it for so many years to have families that try and connect with me on social media oh, right. or even the kids now. Right. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is old enough to have social media, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, they were in fifth grade like 20 years ago. So yeah, they're definitely right. old enough. So right. it's fun to see the, um, and because I teach elementary school, I feel like um, a lot of kids, when they graduate, it's like, oh yeah, I remember my high school teacher. You know, for kids to remember their elementary school teacher yeah. all of those years yeah. ago, it's fun. And I've only ever taught elementary, yeah. so okay. um it's right. fun for me to connect with those kids and see the progress that they've made and where they've come and, um, you know, to see them as adults. That's kind sure. of fun to see because, you know, still you'll remember yeah. when they were little bitties in elementary school. Challenges, difficulties. I mean, gosh, uh, testing mm. is, um, mm, you know, right. testing. state testing is uh, yeah. always a, a difficult thing. And right. it's hard for me um, to picture kids all, you know, wanting them all to be at the same level when I know that everybody's working. And I say, don't compare yourself to other people, but then we've got state testing that is, you know, requiring everybody to be at the same level. So that is definitely the biggest challenge. Um, And virtually the challenge, and I mentioned this earlier, is that connection, that that piece that um, you've got to be creative in making those connections with your kids. So Right. Um, no, that's a great that point. A challenge. Yeah, it's like how do you bridge that gap? Right, exactly. To create those like emotional, real connections exactly. when you're virtual. Mm-hmm. So we've talked a lot about teaching, obviously, because you are a teacher and you won Teacher <laughs> of the Year. <laughs> but when you're not teaching, mm-hmm. what are you doing for fun? What is Miss Amy Blanchard doing for fun? What are her hobbies? What's she doing? Um, well, I love being with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned that my husband's in the military, so he's gone quite a bit. So when we're together, it is fun to mm. be able to do things as a family. My oldest daughter's in college now, so it was fun this past uh, break sure. to have the whole family back together again. Yes. Um, we love to travel. We're a Disney family. Okay. Um, so we, our favorite place to go is Disney World. Um, so we go pretty often and Caitlin, my oldest, is in college in Orlando, so no. that's just oh, an excuse now. That, to... That's why she picked... <laughs> Or that is Orlando, definitely one Disney of the World. things that yeah drew her to that area. So um, what, what what ride are y'all 
all getting on. What's the famous, like your favorite ride as a... Me personally, I am a Haunted Mansion okay. fan. Um, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I, that's my, my go-to ride. Um, nice. I like, but I, I think the reason I like Disney World so much, and it's kind of weird for some families that are adults that are not Disney. It's like, why do you like to go to Disney World? <laughs> but I, we've been going for so many years, and I equate that time at Disney to all of the, like, I can see my kids at yes. different ages just experiencing yes. it, and that's fun for me to reminisce and um, that is fun yeah and it, it's like a, a family tradition it is you've created it is and it yeah. kind of bonds memories yes as yes. you all have gone gone on you can look back and that's cool so yeah, people listening are probably thinking about oh what family traditions right do i have right exactly. like the one that you're sharing exactly. about the, so um and i love to read that is okay. um and you know I'm an ELA teacher, so and it's so of I, course yeah, it'd <laughs> last, be weird, yesterday right? Yesterday in class, yeah. I told the kids I, tomorrow we're going to read one of my favorite books. Now I know I say that a lot. I, I love this book, but I really do love this book. Nice. So it is fun for me to share that. Um, that is definitely probably my number one hobby. Do you remember your favorite book growing up? You said you loved reading. Do you remember like? Yeah. Well, I in fact I had book. this conversation with my mom over the break. Um, there used to be a bookstore called Walden Books. Okay. And I'm kind of dating myself here. Um, and at, where I grew up, there was a standalone Walden bookstore. And I remember going to the bookstore with my mom. Of course, we were library. We always went to the library. But going sure. to the bookstore was like, ooh, we're going to That's the bookstore. The Super right, fun. Right, yeah. Um, it's like the candy store. Yeah, exactly. It was. <laughs> and I remember standing. I loved Sweet Valley Twins, Sweet Valley High, Babysitter's mm. Club. Those yeah. were like my go-to books Got when it. I was growing up. So those were series. But I remember standing in the bookstore and just staring at all of the books. <laughs> On the, um, sure. it sounds very nerdy of me, but well, yeah. um, it's like your candy. It is, it is. Um, ELA teachers candy. Yeah, and the smell of the books. And <laughs> I'm that way with magazines too. People think I'm a little weird, but I like the smell of a. Hey, a magazine. Every, everybody's a little weird. Yeah, that's if true. If you're not weird, then that's weird. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Well, thanks so much for coming Thank on. Thank you for having me. And it was fun. Congratulations Thank again. You. But before we end, yes, I know you want to give some shout outs. Who do you want to shout out? Well, of course, like my family is my number one. I can't forget them. My husband who you know, listens to me cry and talk about things that he has no idea what I'm talking about. So I appreciate <laughs> sure. that. And then my daughters, um, you know, it's when I was teaching before I had children, I loved it. But now that I have children, my kids are, um, you know, older now. But when they were younger, as a teacher and a parent, I can make that, I think, I feel like, I have a better connection with my families because I am a mom. Mm. Um, so, mm. of course, my daughters for putting up with me and all my craziness. <laughs> um, but the teachers that I work with at GCA are just phenomenal. Mm. Um, I actually am excited um, and very fortunate because I get to work with not only the general education department, but I'm as a special education teacher, get to work with the special right. ed world as well. So I get to walk yeah. in two worlds. Awesome. Um, and you know, everybody that I work with is just so supportive. Mm. Um, when I won uh, the first time, the teachers that I work with in ELA, they were like my loudest cheerleaders. So uh, that was super fun for me. That's awesome. Um, and then my administrators are just so supportive. Mm. And, um, you know, in, even personally, not just on the education, they always, you know, are checking in to make sure True. everybody's doing okay. So it's... That's awesome. Yeah, super fun. Um, yes. A great place to work. I'm very, very fortunate. Awesome. Well, hey, we are fortunate to have you. Thank you. Sammy Blanchard, and we appreciate you coming on the show again. Congratulations again. Thank you. And stay hootworthy. I will. Thank Thanks. you. Just remember that we're here for the kids. Um, that is our one purpose. And even though they're on the other side of the screen, 
it's my number one goal and hopefully yours too to make sure that they feel loved and appreciated and you know even though I'm 100 200 300 miles away from them know that I love them and I care about them and I want them to succeed Thanks for listening to GCA Hootworthy. Do you have a story about a Georgia Cyber Academy champion rising up, aiming high, and soaring? Let us know at georgiacyber.org forward slash Hootworthy. And make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with our latest content.